Hello, everyone. This is Mike Epstein, and welcome to another episode of Speaking of the Arts. My guest today is Alan Barker. Alan has an entrepreneurial career that includes arts organization development, arts policy research, communications and marketing, and teaching and performance. He was appointed Director of Music Entrepreneurship and Career Development at the Jacobs School of Music at Indiana University in July of 2014. Prior to that, from 2004 to 2014, Allen directed Jacobs School of Music Marketing and Publicity Operations. He led publicity and media relations for more than 1,100 events annually, as well as marketing campaigns for IU Opera and Ballet Theater. Prior to this, Allen was Executive Director of the Bloomington Early Music Festival from 1994 to 2004. He also worked as organizer and publicist for local nonprofits, managed multiple international tours by Aguava New Music Studio, and coordinated U.S. tours by international artists. Alan, what a pleasure to have you on today. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you. I'm honored to be part of your program. It's really great yeah. to be here with you. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I always remember this time of year being really gorgeous in Bloomington. And fun fact, my first job in the arts was actually as an intern at the Buskirk Chumley Theater. There. Oh, great. Yeah, well, what a, what a fantastic organization that is. That's, you know, one of the anchors, one of the cultural anchors of Bloomington that's now been developed over the last, I think, what, 15 years or so? Right. And uh, it's, yeah, it must have been a lot of fun for you to be there as part of the, you know, maybe the sort of the, the beginnings of, of how it's flowered into such an extraordinary organization. Yeah, absolutely. I actually, said, I actually it might have been at the time when I was sitting on the board of the Buskirk Chumley Theater. I was part of the initial... Um, group that put the management together for the new era of that of that building. Really? Okay, so that would have been, if I had to guess, I think summer of 2005. Yeah, maybe. it was exactly so, then. Mm-hmm. Okay, big. <laughs> yeah, My world. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm particularly excited to speak with you today. It it really makes so much sense to me to offer an entrepreneurship program to music students now, more than yeah. ever. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm almost kind of surprised. Uh, it's not required of all performance majors. Right. I mean, I certainly would have signed up if it was offered when I was a student there. So why don't, to get us started, what, what is the purpose of the music entrepreneurship program, and, and why was it started? Well, uh, you know, that's interesting. Entrepreneurship is something which um, is both sort of ubiquitous and relatively new in the world of music. I think that entrepreneurship obviously has been around the business world for, for eons and um, has sort of evolved into um, a concept of business development and innovation and business startups, um, but as it sort of gravitated into the the arts world and in particular music, I think that it sort of has has morphed and um, is a lot about um, innovation and music that can go in many different directions. Um, so what we try and do in the Jacobs School of Music is to combine this idea of of an entrepreneurial mindset, entrepreneurial practices and um, a sort of a a very proactive approach to career development um, because we feel very strongly that, um, you know, the world is changing as much as it is and we really need to be sure that students in the Jacobs School of Music are sort of culturally aware, um, specifically aware of what their opportunities might be as they navigate into the world of music and sort of tool up in ways that perhaps they didn't before um, with uh, skills and a mindset um, and experiences that would then uh, enable them to pr- propel them into the, the the world in a more effective way. Um, and as you say, it's it's something that's sort of been long and coming, and, and yet at the same time, 
um, I would say that musicians have always been entrepreneurial in some ways. Uh, they've always been um, thinking deeply about how what they do and what their what their creative activities, um, how their creative activities connect with the world in a meaningful way. And um, so, in some ways, we're sort of both catching up with ourselves and with what we need to be doing to f- to function effectively in the world, but also going back to our roots um, as what we are as creative beings. So, I, I, I see this as a really interesting time in the world of music. Um, and I'm very excited to be involved in this program here at the Jacobs School of Music. Certainly. So, so what are some of the the concepts and, and principles students are exposed to in the courses that you're teaching? Well, we um, I, I'll I'll sort of give a little bit of a, a sort of a backstory here. Um, we uh, with with so much of the change, so many of the changes that are happening in the world of music, um, faculty and the Jacobs School of Music administration about six or seven years really felt that they needed to do some sort of soul searching and investigation into how the Jacobs School of Music can more effectively um, uh, provide an education that's that's really both you know high end, robust, but also meaningful and applicable to the world as it's changing. And so we we went through um, two years of uh, faculty committee work, which we called our innovation committee. And out of that came a lot of thought about um, both curricular and um, um, programming, how the Jacobs School of Music can shift gears and um, do things a little differently. And we also brought in 2010, we were fortunate to bring in Angela Beeching, one of our leaders in career development and uh, music entrepreneurship in, in, in North America. And we had her here for a year. Um, and we, we I actually worked closely with her as a sort of the liaison in the Jacobs School of Music building what we call Project Jumpstart, uh, which is a student um, student leadership program doing a lot of the um, activities uh, within the school to provide uh, sort of networking events, uh, career panels, panel discussions, uh, workshops, any number of different things, but really sort of to do it in a way that activates student-motivated leadership um, in conjunction with what we do um, from the faculty side of things, to try and sort of balance it a little bit, so that the students are more intentional, more involved, and more, and really think from the get-go about what they need to be doing in the school. So, Project Jumpstart has sort of set the stage for us over the past four years, four or five years, and then more recently uh, we decided to take it to the next level, which was to establish this Office of Entrepreneurship and Career Development which is building out a number of different um, sets of activities, including an undergraduate um, entrepreneurship certificate. Um, And we actually just recently are uh, in a position to bring in additional members of the team who will be focused specifically on career advising. So we're actually going to be setting up a program of much more coordinated career advising in the Jacobs School of Music so that we can work with departments and everybody else to make sure that students are prepared and ready for what they're what they're you know, what they're going to be doing in their lives. That sounds great. And so the program itself is relatively new. I know Project Jumpstart you just said is five or six years old, right? But yeah. the, mm-hmm. right. And the, the actual entrepreneurship program it's going, it was just the certificate, starting. right? The certificate is is new. Um, I just right. started teaching it last year, um, and it's. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about the certificate program. It's it's really a lot of fun. We we work with the you know we we're on this um, pretty substantial campus here in Bloomington, um, and we're fortunate to work with very uh, um, you know well known and world renowned um, schools, including the Kelly School of Business. 
And within the Kelly School of Business, there is a center for entrepreneurship and innovation led by one of the leaders in the field. And so we've consulted a lot with them about what we might do to set up a certificate for entrepreneurship in the Jacobs School of Music. And um, so we've, we've, we now are running this uh, certificate that includes three courses in the Kelly School of Business and two courses, two courses in the Jacobs School of Music. Um, and the two courses in the School of Music are, you know, Introduction to Music Entrepreneurship, as you would imagine. Uh, but then also we give our students an opportunity to spend an entire semester focused on a project or a, um, um, you know, uh, and, and it could, you know, could be anything from setting up a studio or building a music festival or developing an app or anything that they think that they would like to be doing toward the end of their studies that prepare them for uh, what they think their next step might be. So they spend an entire semester doing that as part of the certificate program, which for me is very excited because, exciting because I think, you know, uh, in the old days, um, students spent most of their time uh, sort of apprenticing um, uh, in an institution such as the Jacobs School of Music for a music profession, but not really applying uh, their skills and abilities um, uh, to projects that model what they might actually be doing. And we've really started to um, supply opportunities for students now um, on a number of different levels, both within the certificate program but also just project development uh, to let students really try out and think more seriously about what they're going to be doing once they leave the school. That sounds like a you know great opportunity, great experience for the students. What are, what are some examples yeah. of actual projects that students have done well, um, let's see here. We uh, uh, there are student organizations that um, have now popped up uh, um, over the last few years that are doing really interesting work. There's a there's an organization called New Voices Opera, for instance, that's been around for three years now, and I've had a lot to do with mentoring them, um, and also sort of pointing them in directions of people who might be able to help. And they uh, they are a commissioning organization uh, working closely with Jacobs School of Music composers uh, in a competitive arena in which um, two, uh, comp two operas are basically commissioned and then produced at the Buscook Tumley Theater, ironically, um, uh, every year. Um, and this gives them an opportunity to really function as a not-for-profit organization that would be doing commissioning work, um, you know, on the national level. Um, and they have developed a full board with um, members who take on different responsibilities. They have a marketing wing. They have a development wing. They have a production wing. They have a uh, an artistic director. Um, and they have an, an – and this is uh, made up of entirely Jacobs School of Music students – um, and I can, t I can tell you that um, this organization has had a profound impact on the way that Jacobs School of Music students feel about their lives and where they're going. Um, and uh, it's, it's turning into a great organization. Um, I've also been working closely with young ensembles who um, are forming themselves in the Jacobs School of Music and then want to take it to the next level and want to be able to establish themselves as as professional, um, young, interesting, innovative ensembles, um, and some of them have really done extremely well. One of them is going to be uh, featured at the uh, Chamber Music America conference this coming year, and they've been on performance today, and they've been uh, featured in, in major festivals around the country and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're we're, we're really sort of trying to 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 shift the mindset of Jacobs School of Music students from the passive, you know, here. I to study, get a great education before I think about what I'm doing, to a much more active, proactive, uh, what am I going to be doing, and how can I use my time on campus 
to network, uh, connect the dots, model what I'm going to be doing, be much more proactive about creating something special so that as I enter into the world, I'm much more aware of who I am and how I'm going to function in that world. And I have a few things, you know, um, up my sleeve and on my resume to to show for for what I'm going to be doing as I move forward. That's so great. Yeah, that opportunity. I love the example you gave. Uh, have students work through a, a commissioning process and have and to be able to see the end result at, at the theater and that's really cool. I don't. I, you know, I'm glad you gave that example. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a lot of fun and and you know it's a lot of a lot of heavy lifting because. Um, and this is something that I'm sure that a lot of a lot of um, uh, people in the music arena uh, can really relate to. You know, you go to school and you learn how to play your instrument, or you learn how to, you know, become proficient in musicology, music theory, or music education, but you don't really think about how you're going to apply those um, those skills and knowledge into the real world, um, because the real world exists in a way that you need so many other um, tools, so many other so you need knowledge in areas that you really are not prepared for when you generally go to study in a school of music. And we're trying to change that. We're trying to um, uh, uh, both you know, come to terms with but also provide knowledge and skills in areas, business skills, uh, um, uh, how do you plan, how do you prepare, how do you uh, strategize, how do you establish a, a an annual plan that will get you to a a point of success where your project actually works rather than, you know, just being a performing musician. A lot of programs, and I should know this about the Jacob School of Music, um, have a lot of music programs have a, a business, I guess like a music business major or, or right. a, you know, whatever you want to call it. Does Jacob School of Music have something like that? We don't actually have a business major, um, you know, and this is interesting. I think that uh, a lot of the entrepreneurship programs around the country or the music business programs around the country are the sort of the nuts and bolts that we've been speaking about um, for a select group of students who have decided to move in that arena, you know, students who perhaps want to go into music entrepreneurship or want to go into music business or want to, who identify themselves as moving in a, into a discrete part of the music world. And we do have that here on campus, actually, because we're such a large campus. The, um, the Arts Administration Program in the School of Public and Environmental Affairs is absolutely phenomenal. And the, and the, the business school is, is able to offer um, courses and programs that you know cater to that that specific set of students, but the philosophy that we're taking in this program, Entrepreneurship and Creative Development, Jacob School of Music, is that really all students in the Jacob School of Music, no matter what they're doing, no matter where they're going, need to be number one aware that we're living in a in a fast changing arena in which the world will be very different from what it is you know ten years from now, um, you know compared to what it is today. Uh, and secondly, uh, to identify and succeed, to identify yourself and succeed in the world of music, you need to know how to communicate, market, um, and promote yourself, identify yourself, and even, you know, to use that word that people use, you know, brand yourself. And um, which means that the skill set that we're talking about applies to everybody and not just that um, select group of students who want to specialize in a particular area. So we're thinking of this as holistically as possible. That makes a lot of sense, right? It is a very different world to go into, for example, arts administration. I mean, I work, I would say 99% of the people I work with are, that's their background, and rightfully so, that's what they're doing. 
Right. So I, I, yeah, I'm glad you made the distinction between sort of a music business program, arts administration, and then what this, how this certificate actually fits into the career of a music student. It right. Makes a lot of sense to me. Right. The, the certificate is is also, um, you know, one part of the Office of Entrepreneurship and Creative Development. You know, we've got we've got the certificate program, we've got Project Jumpstart, and then now we're moving into this new era where we're going to really ramp up. Um, career development, career development activity in all departments, and think very seriously. You know, e- each department is. You know, we've got approximately what twenty different departments in the Jacobs School of Music, each of which occupy a very different sort of cultural mindset. I mean, if you think of jazz versus musicology versus early music versus you know um, new music, music education. I mean, all the different arenas of the music world, um, even though they're all part of a global act- set of activities that amount to what we consider to be the music world, they really are in sort of different um, arenas. And to be successful uh, as a professional in those different arenas requires a sort of a mindset that is a little different from everybody else. So we're 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 uh, keen to work very closely with departments as we come up with our solutions, with solutions that that are theirs as well as much as ours. Um, for career development so that the students as they go through their program in the Jacobs School of Music come out the other side optimized to succeed in the arena in which they hope they will they will move. Absolutely. Well, I want to ask you a couple of open-ended questions here. <laughs> Not to yeah. Not on the spot, but I really am interested to hear your thoughts on some of these questions given the experience that you've had because um, you've really done it all. I mean, you've been on the producing side of things, working as the director of the Early Music Festival. You've done major marketing initiatives, and now you're leading the charge for teaching these students. So I'm kind of curious to hear some of your thoughts on this. Um, and, you know, obviously, don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but, I'm, I mean, in your opinion and all the experience you've had, I mean, what what really is the purpose and, and goal of education today? You know, not, not just for music students, but in general, because, a couple of times you mentioned there's so much disruption happening. Yeah. And so much what? Sorry. So much what happening? So much. So much disruption. Uh-huh, you know, disruption. Uh huh. With with technology and just the mm-hmm. way students are learning, and um, it's it's very hard for everybody to not only adapt but to simply keep up with the change. <laughs> right. You know, every day I wake up. You know, there are three there are three things different. that you know I you know I, I guess just off, off the top of my head there are three things that come to mind. Um, I think that there's there's uh there's huge value in the rigor of training and knowledge. I think I think that will never go away. The people who are succeeding in the world these days are people who are really in control of the information that they're handling and are highly knowledgeable and have a sort of a, a, a wisdom and depth of understanding that that you can really get in an education. I mean, a, a place like, and you know, there are many places. I'm not suggesting that the Jacobs School of Music is unique, but um, to go uh, to to give yourself an opportunity to spend two, four years um, at a at a high end education institution is is amazing, is extremely valuable, and gives you an opportunity to really. Uh, uh, focus and dig deep in in sort of the knowledge area of a discipline that you're interested in. Um, the, the 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 second thing that I think is is just as important, and I think that we're sort of waking up to this now, as we as we sort of try and um, um, formulate a, a career development program that really makes sense. That it, it, whatever you do and however you do it, it really needs to align with who you are, what your fundamental values are as a human being, 
and how you function as a human being. In other words, really um, spend time, effort and energy sort of working out how you tick and uh, what your sort of natural tendencies are so that as you make decisions about what you're studying and where you study and how you study, it really clicks and makes sense um, and sort of you know, gives you the drive and sense of purpose and excitement about what you're going to be doing. Um, and the third thing, which which I think is, you know, part, part of this sort of tripod art thing is um, how aware are you of the changing world? Um, how culturally sort of um, uh, broad-minded are you? How How truly connected are you to the way that the world ticks and where it's going? Um, because I think that we tend to be, when we get into higher education institutions, we tend to become very self-referencing. We, we tend to reference our, our, our idea of the world in terms of the discipline that we're in or the school that we're in or what our teachers tell us or what, you know, what this very small microcosm of the world is defining for us. And I think we need to constantly break out of that and make sense of the, the wider context um, as we navigate into that world and not assume that what our teachers have told us or what the micro world that we've been part of, uh, the sort of the, the world view of that micro world um, is the world that we're going to inhabit um, in five, ten years' time. So those three things combined, you know, willingness to really dig deep into the knowledge field, um, self-awareness, and then a, a sort of a, a, a sort of a street-wiseness um, of how to engage with the world in a meaningful way. Those three things combined, I think, make make a make a complete um, sort of young professional um, who is able to adapt and 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 succeed in the world. Yeah, wow, you've just said a lot of really great things, and I want to maybe pick apart a few of them that came to mind right away. I think the first would be, from my experience, um, like I mean, you know, there's. <laughs> Going to music school is really tough. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's not an easy thing for students to do. And I'm not really talking specifically about their how good or how much, you know, where they're at with their instrument. Mm -hmm. it, it really does demand a lot. And uh, just from talking to other friends who did other things and, and what they ended up doing. And, I mean, we had I had very different college experiences than some of my right. other in different programs. Yeah, it can, it can either be an amazing ride or just a hell ride. You know, I mean, it can be, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know or anything it, in between. <laughs> exactly. And so I, I think the point that I'm trying to make is that um, certainly when I was in school and, and constantly thinking about, you know, I'm spending all these hours in the practice room or I'm spending all these hours in the music library, like, what, what, what am I going to do when I get out of here? Like, how is this going to help me? And right. it wasn't until years later that it dawned on me the most valuable thing that I took away from it all, and I think it's unique just because of what I'm doing, is sort of a combination of persistence and grit and discipline. Mm -hmm. um, to your point about to spend two years or four years at an um, institution of higher learning, specifically at a music school, Mm -hmm. um, and to really develop those habits of just grit, right, right, <laughs> that actually and gets you pretty far. Um, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no doubt. I, yeah, and I didn't really realize at the time because again, there's a lot of pressure to you know get into the top ensemble and make the audition, and you know you're really focused on those day to day things. But mm -hmm. the habits that you form will carry you far. So I, I think. Yeah, I mean, that'll the good never the, go away. The, Exactly. I, t I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, the good news about what you go through in, you know, in this highly rigorous environment is 
as you say, um, developing um, the ability to handle immense pressure, you know, uh, be able to concentrate over long periods of time, absorb an enormous amount of information, process artistically a lot of stuff. Think, you know, the, the great thing about, you know, for instance, playing chamber music or improvising in jazz, you're thinking 3D. You're 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 getting used to on a on a on a daily basis for hours and hours thinking about concepts that are highly complex and working out solutions that can be applied to both you know them within the music arena, but also as you get into other aspects of your life, whether you choose to stay in music or else go elsewhere, you have an ability, you have a very advanced ability to be able to handle complex um, thought processes and make sense of them. So there's so much value. I mean, no matter what you choose to do, um, you know, I'm a very, very strong believer that no matter what you choose to do in your life, if you've uh, had the good fortune to spend time at a high-end um, school of music, uh, you have an opportunity to apply a lot of skills in a lot of different things. Now, the the the, the where where I feel that uh, people sort of trip and and um, find it extremely difficult is you know, as you sort of hinted at, you know, why why am I doing this? What is this all about? Where am I going? Why do I need to spend all this time in a practice room? Why, you know, does this make any sense at all? And I think that there's the sort of the um, the problem, if there is one, in the way that we've we've taught music over the past, you know, um, 50, 60 years in, in, in conservatories and schools of music is that we haven't uh, 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 encouraged and engendered a sort of a, an intentionality, a sense of I know who I am, I connect with this world, I've got a sense of what makes sense to me and I'm going to take charge of how I apply my knowledge and training uh, to solutions that I think make sense. Um, You know, we we come out of a, a set of traditions in which musicians tend to apprentice themselves with great masters and there's a lot of value in that but the downside of that is that you don't have you're not forcing yourself to uh, make decisions early on that will give you control of your destiny give you control of where you believe you need to go Um, and so very often musicians end up with four years of training and really have no idea of how to apply those extraordinary skills and knowledge into the real world uh, and that's for, for me what's at the crux of what we're trying to change here in the Jacob School of Music. Yeah, there's definitely a disconnect there. And when you talk about um, being able to sort of self-identify how you learn and how you interact and how you're going to apply all this, one thing that comes to mind, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but this it's a self-test that I took a long time ago, like eight years ago, and it's called the uh, the Colby Index, K O L B E Colby. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. It was started, uh-huh. uh, I think, in the 90s by a woman named Kathy Colby, and it's gone on to be really popular. And it's very simple. It doesn't take a lot of time. I think you can do it online. At, um, I'll post the link onto the you know the hmm. yeah. section. Yeah, I'd be very interested to see that. Yeah, but the gist of it is that you, through a series of questions. The, um, it, it identifies four criteria for how you naturally learn and interact. And the four criteria are uh, fact finder, follow through, quick start, and implementer. Hmm. Hmm. And just so real quick, fact finder, and I'm, I'm reading this, but um, fact finder, based on the instinctive need to probe, fact finder behavior relates to the way we gather information, follow through, based on the instinctive need to, uh, to pattern, follow through behavior deals with the way we organize information, 
Quick Start, based on the in instinctive need to innovate, Quick Start behavior is how we deal with unknowns. Implementer, based on the instinctive need to demonstrate, the implementer mode relates to the way we seek tangible solutions. Mm -hmm. And then once you go through the, the self-diagnostic, you're given four numbers. Each number corresponds to one of those uh, criteria. So for me, my numbers were 7544, four, 7 being huh. fact <laughs> I have this natural need to probe, to find the facts, to really gather information. And then, interestingly enough, follow through, quick start, and implementer, I'm right in the middle. Hmm. Um, and, it, you know, I, again, I took this about eight years ago. I haven't really looked at it in the past six years and just pulled it out the other day and was going through it, and I realized this is actually me. <laughs> hmm. Like, I naturally do these things. Yeah, so anyway, um, you know, just well, we do. a resource. Yeah, yeah that, that's great, and, and, and that reminds me, uh, I should mention that we, we've actually piloted a program here in the Jacob School of Music. And there's the Myers-Briggs, you know, um, system which of evaluation, which I think you probably, a lot of listeners will know about. But the, we have um, a similar system that we now have piloted here uh, you, um, called Harrison, the Harrison Evaluation System, which um, does a lot of the extraordinary things, and it's got a um, it's got a, a, a component that is specifically devoted to career development. Um, and we've now, uh, over the past two semesters, taken about 40 students and you know run them through the system, and spent a lot of time. Uh, um, uh, talking to them about the, the their results, and we found that um, in in similar ways, uh, it really helps them objectively uh, assess where what their strengths, what their weaknesses are, what their tendencies might be, how how their personality might sort of align with different types of jobs. Um, and we're very we're very excited about the possibility of introducing this as part of what we offer every Jacobs School of Music student, so that early on they have an opportunity to assess objectively, um, you know, with some with some guidance from from us, uh, what their what their sort of abilities might be and how that might either align with what they're choosing to do or maybe give them an opportunity to step back and say, well, let me think about this. Let me let me see where else I can go to be successful and happy and confident and, you know, all the things that we all, all want as we go through our lives. Right. I, I think it's a great idea. I mean, just to have that sort of guidance, again, based on what you're naturally doing, a lot of things mm -hmm. I've learned um, – you know, since after school and everything, it, it, there's a lot to be said about just, you know, focusing on what you're naturally good at. There's somebody mm -hmm. else out there who can do what you're not good at much better than you. And quite mm -hmm. frankly, they're the ones who want to get paid for that. So why not really maximize your strengths? And that's somewhat counterintuitive, I think, especially as a music student, because you really need to be well-rounded. You really need to, you know, whatever part of your instrument you're not good at, you really need to get good at that. But um, yeah. You know, again, just in the things well, we're talking about with these sort of self absolutely, a absolutely, and it goes back to um, a point that we were talking about later on, where this sort of this microcosm of the music world um, defines its own reality, and what is considered to be success in the Jacob School of Music is not necessarily, by any means, um, success in the real world. And you know, uh, coupling that with the fact that the world is shifting gears so dramatically, and in a sense, the arts world is opening up to a variety of 
professional activities that didn't exist 10, 15 years ago. I mean, for instance, all you know, major legacy performing arts organizations around the country are thinking a lot more about community engagement, about education, about um, uh, crossover cultural activity that moves in a lot of different directions, um, uh, you know, creativity and how they partner with other organizations, how they how they develop social services types of organizations, you know, how they develop partnerships with other social service organizations. And, and in all those arenas, there are uh, uh, jobs, there are opportunities, there is creativity that, that move in a lot of different directions. And so the, the snapshot of what you think the world is when you study in a you know an institution higher education institution and how that then applies to the real world are two very different things yeah that's a really good point yeah well i I love the stuff that we're talking about um but let me you know again I'm just kind of conscious of our time here and yeah. I want to uh, ask you a few more things sure so just to kind of get back on the certificate program and where you see the direction of everything going. When you look ahead in the next three to five years, what are some of the things that you're hoping to initiate with the program and and kind of take it to the next level? No, uh, I, here's what, here's what I think. I'm I'm hoping that the certificate program will provide uh, an opportunity for a certain group of students to really go places in music entrepreneurship, and and that's probably going to be a small subset of the Jacobs School of Music students. Um, what my hope is, is that through all the programming, through Project Jumpstart and the partnerships that we develop with the, department, the departments around the school, that there will be this really fundamental sea change in the way that the Jacobs School of Music operates. Um, you know, and, and this isn't just what we're doing in the Office of Entrepreneurship and Creative Development. I actually truly believe that the Jacobs School of Music Administration and many of the faculty members feel that uh, curricular changes, uh, there needs to be an evolution in the way that we um, prepare students to enter into the world. The, uh, high-end virtuosic uh, performance will never uh, cease to be part of what we do in a fundamental way. Um, but how those students think of the world and how they operate in the world hopefully will uh, um, change. Um, and, so, and so my hope is that... Um, uh, the Office of Entrepreneur and Creative Development is part of a sea change in the Jacobs School of Music that in five, ten years' time we'll be able to look back to as the beginning of an era in which we really made it possible for students to succeed as they enter into the profession. Yeah, wow, that's quite the vision. And I think, um, again, you know, had I met a student there, I certainly would have signed up for this class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes so much yeah. sense to me. It's a lot of fun. It is. It's, a, it's an enormous amount of fun because in the uh, the course, the introduction to music entrepreneurship, we 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 you know make a point of bringing in a lot of different people who are doing spectacular things in the world of music, and it's very inspirational for those who are part of the class. Absolutely, yeah. Well, Alan, this has been a really great discussion. I'm you know as I, I'm I'm excited to listen back on it because I have a feeling I'm going to think of about twenty things I wish I had. <laughs> Maybe great, and I want to, I want to mention how, how grateful we 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 have been. You you were a, a guest in the entrepreneurship class and really gave a spectacular presentation about what you've been doing, and and again was extremely informative and inspirational to our students. So thank you so much. Well, that's very kind of you to say. My pleasure. Yeah. Okay. So um, we'll talk soon. Thank you for having me on your show. You bet. Yeah, this was wonderful. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.